Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Elaine. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. Mine is horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. Action adventure. We take turns selecting from a movie genre, movies that in our opinions have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give us a second chance. Today's pick. On the podcast. Is John's pick. 2019 Six Underground. So, Six Underground are six individuals, uh, all from around the globe. Each of the very best at what they do, but they never say that in the movies that they're the best at what they do. Mm-mm. I guess just this. That's a good time to figure that out. The he could find. <coughs> Excuse yeah. me. The best the money can, can buy has been chosen not only for their skill, but for their unique desire to delete their past to change the future. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's got a 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb, a 36% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 41% on its Metacritic score. Hmm. This was released on December 13, 2019. It says Nigeria in parentheses, and I don't know why. Maybe it was released on Nigerian Netflix first. <laughs> Maybe they got the scoop a day early. But this is a rather large film, and it was released on Netflix mm-hmm. um, on a $150 million budget. It doesn't have how much it made because... It's Netflix. Netflix. So everybody kicked in a little bit. It is the second most expensive Netflix movie ever made. What was the first? That stupid... Um, uh, Words are hard. That movie that just came out, that really, really long mob movie with Robert oh, The Moore. Irishman? The Irishman, yes. Oh, that yes. was Dog trash. That was $175 million, I guess because of that de-aging CGI Yeah, stuff. they did have to de-age the entire cast for about three hours, so that probably gets up. <laughs> I did not watch that movie. I still haven't seen it. John watched it. I saw maybe 45 minutes of it. I could care less. You know what? It takes you out of the movie because Robert De Niro was like, I don't know. 106 years old <laughs> and he's de-aged and there's a scene where he's beating a guy up but it's still 160 year old Robert De Niro yeah. trying to do it and he can't lift his feet Yeah, and he's trying to kick a guy I'm using the finger quotes and the guy's like jumping around like it's, it's the like worst it's... pro wrestling ever and the guy and, and, no and, selling it yeah no he's super selling it he's no. overselling he's, and it's like he's Shawn Michaels selling it yeah he's Shawn Michaels Hogan uh, SummerSlam selling it De Niro it. gave him the sweet chin music though right it at was well he couldn't lift his leg oh, that high but yeah damn. and he was working on it I'm like and at that point that was like an hour in the movie mm-hmm. that just took me out of the movie I was like none of this is believable now. This is why didn't they use a body double yeah D- put his face on somebody else yeah if you can de-age him, why can't you use body double? They've been using body doubles for years. Well, it, just, it, it that and it was fucking like four hours long. That is not a good movie. No Get what I'm, guess what I'm not picking for the fucking podcast. Ooh, thank goodness. So this was um, directed by Michael Bay. You may have heard of a couple things he's been yeah. in. Nope. Transformers. Mm-hmm. Yes, all oh, is of that, those. Like the robot stuff? Yeah, the robot stuff. Mm-hmm. Tony, I think you'll like it. <laughs> I, th- I think you won't. <laughs> I mean, once you see it, you're going to have the touch. Uh. Maybe the power. Yeah. If He's, only they had used that he song. Did a, he did a little ditty, um, Armageddon. Nice. Which we talk about a lot. Which I don't think qualifies. Bad Boys, mm-hmm. 1 and 2. Pearl Harbor. Elaine likes that movie. I do. I never um, saw it. Pain and Gain. It's real long. Well. That was not that... It was weird. I really <laughs> disliked it, and I hated Anthony Mackie because of it. And it took his role as Falcon in the MCU to bring to him back. To win me back. <laughs> and now I think he's a very good actor, but <laughs> I was Cut so... Cut the check. Hated him in Pain and Gain hmm. that I didn't want to watch anything he was in. I loved him as Papa Doc. Yeah. Eight Miles. Clarence. <laughs> Your name is Clarence. 
And he also, the last one I have written down here is The Rock, which nice. I love that movie. And I'm like, oh, I want to do this movie for the podcast. That's awesome. I can't do this movie for the podcast. Unless you pick it for your birthday. Put no. it on the list with 800. I was not alone in loving that movie. Yeah. Um, I could do that for The production day. company is Skydance Media. I copy and pasted. That's why that's in there. Okay. Uh, the producers are Michael Bay, Dana Goldberg, Ian Bryce, David Elson, and Don them. Granger. We <laughs> never <laughs> talk about the producers, and I, I just wanted to leave them in. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't look them up because there were so many, and um, I'm sure so some of them... you copy and pasted and didn't want to de- delete them. <laughs> right. I was trying to delete, but I didn't write it. you didn't have to read it. You could have cut that out. <laughs> I wrote it down. I'll fuck up my flow. All right, the writers are a writing team hmm. of mm-hmm. Paul Wernick and Rhett Reese. Some of their um, major opuses, if you will, are Zombie Land, mm-hmm. Double Tap, mm-hmm. okay. Deadpool Two, mm-hmm. Life, Deadpool, Zombie Land, and GI Joe Retaliation. You know the, <laughs> the second one? one, yeah, with the Rock. Yeah, so they're not all first round draft picks. You know well, these the guys. Wasn't amazing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're like not the second one. The first one was shit Look, too. No, the first one was compared. The first one. <laughs> You, is watchable. The second one is even watchable. I don't know if the first one's watchable. The second one is so bad. Yeah. Yeah, the underwater storm. But he did like, Deadpool. I was like, I'm like, all right. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you know, everybody got to start somewhere. So I do want to say this movie was nominated for two awards. I never looked that up because I just don't care. I always look, and I thought the it was Netflix, funny. Netflix uh, <laughs> no, no. Action Award? Or? The Hollywood <laughs> Makeup Artist and Hairstylist Guild Awards of 2020, this was nominated for Best Contemporary High st- Hairstyling in a f- Feature-Length Motion Picture. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? Okay. Which I thought was fucking hilarious. <laughs> All right. Also nominated for Best Special Makeup Effects Feature-Length Motion Picture. But I just thought it was funny that they were nominated for Best Hair and Makeup yeah, I was, thought it was really funny. <laughs> All right, starring Ryan Reynolds. You may have heard of him. Nope. Um, welcome back to the podcast. podcast. Mm-hmm. After um, you had him in Just, just Friends. Friends, you had him in RIPD, you had him in The Voices, which was just Amazing. recent. Is what you meant to say. I think we should fucking kill him. <laughs> Mr. Whiskers. Um, we have Melanie Laurent. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh-huh. From. Um, Enemy. Thank you. I was going to say, Carl, your movie. What the fuck is it called? <laughs> I didn't write it down. Glorious Bastards. Yeah. Weirdest that, movie That's what we know her from is in Glorious yeah. Bastards. Um, Manuel Garcia Ruffalo, who was in The Magnificent Seven, which you will see soon. I love that. Never movie. seen it. Never saw it. Wanted to. Never this did. is the new one with mm-hmm. uh, Star-Lord. It was very, His very good. His name isn't really Star-Lord, but, you know. It was a very, very good movie. Really? And he's very, very good in it. I hmm. quite enjoy this actor. Yes. Me too. Uh, he was in a TV show on Amazon called Goliath. The, the first season was good. Second season was weird. The third season, I couldn't get past second episode. Um, he was in Sicario, Day of uh, Sal- Saladado. Still want to see the movies. And Murder on the Orient Express, which I still want to see. I, I haven't seen see that Me too. too. Well, we're, well, hope this finds... Oh, everybody, hope this all finds you still alive and well on this quarantine. <laughs> we're recording this during the quarantine period, so hopefully you're enjoying your quarantine, catching up on your back categories of the we're, Unappreciated Movie Podcast. We're all via satellite, so yeah. we don't catch each other's germs. Right. <laughs> Are you hearing me okay? What? I'm Stop. sorry, my it, feet is uh, cut uh, out. Uh, okay, so um, Ben Hardy... Who's from X-Men Apocalypse, Bohemian Rhapsody, and Only the Brave. He was really good in Bohemian Rhapsody. He was really good in Bohemian Rhapsody. He's really good in this, too. He was actually good in X-Men Apocalypse. He was Angel. Yeah. I was like, that dude's familiar, and that's the only thing I've seen him in. I do keep thinking that he might be Tom Hardy's Hardy's little brother, but Ben Hardy is his act. (laughs) It's not even his real fucking name. Yeah. (laughs) 
But I really do think that I really wish him and Tom Hardy would do a brother, a brother movie where they're brothers because it would be funny. Uh huh. Then we have Andrea Ar- Arjona. She's from Pacific Rim, Emerald City, True Detective, the second season, mm-hmm. and li- oh, I'm oh, sorry, yeah. the third season. She's the third season, and Life of the Party. I was looking at her. I'm like, Emerald City. What was that? Apparently, a modern day retelling of The Wizard of Oz. That was a TV show where she played Dorothy. I was like, What is this? Why have I never heard of it? Because I don't watch TV. Because no. we don't need to see that. That didn't There's need to be a done. lot of modern retellings of The Wizard of Oz. We watched. I watched one with Do- Zoe. I was going to say we watched one with Zoe. <laughs> the only retelling of The Wizard of Oz you'd see is The Wiz, and that's not even modern <laughs> the anymore Wiz. because that was 1984. <laughs> um, Wicked. <laughs> I, might, I might Dave Frank Dave Franco keep calling him James Franco Lane keeps calling him James it's his brother who He's, by the way James is like 6 foot 10 and Dave is like 5'2 yeah <laughs> like if you ever see that they look alike and then you see them standing next to each other like they wait a minute is he standing in a hole <laughs> <laughs> like why is he so much taller <laughs> welcome back to the podcast from Fright Night yeah we don't talk about that Dave, uh, you got some bitches to fuck yeah actually I do <laughs> I do like Dave Franco. I don't really like his movie choices, but as whenever he shows up, him, I'm like, "Cool, man!" I know. Like, I well, really he was like in the it. neighbors, and now you see me. Now you see me too. Twenty One Jump Street, and in the back of most James Franco movies. Oh, well, they're right. He wasn't. <laughs> was he in Baywatch? <laughs> no, that was. Um, uh, oh no, you're right. That was the guy oh, from no, uh, High Zach School Efron? Musical. Zach yeah, Efron. thank you. Who also I really enjoy, but he has really shitty movies. <laughs> Zach Efron. <laughs> Yeah, he's quite enjoyable. And the last person that I'm going to talk about here is Corey Hawkins from Straight Outta Compton, mm-hmm. uh, Kong Skull Island, Kong Sk- Words of Kong, Kong Skull, Skull Island. Island. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Black Klansman and Iron Man Three. He was in Iron Man Three. Yeah, he didn't have a big role in it, but he was in it. So. What is he? Security guard number two? Something like, <laughs> not far off. He he had like a he was I don't know. They I listed bet he was, it. I bet he was one of the soldiers probably that got the extremists. I don't know. When Straight Outta Compton, he was Dr. Dre, hmm? which I have not seen, but it's supposed to be really good. But like that's a fairly significant role, Dr. Dre. For that movie, yes. <laughs> For that movie. I mean, he's you know he's one of the main characters. He's got a pretty big role in this too. He does. Yeah. Seven. Yeah, he, but he ruins the whole team. I mean, what's going on? Blame. <laughs> All right, so um, I have some reviews. Yay! Where Two of them. Oh yeah, I guess they do do reviews. I was like, where do you get reviews for next? Of course, you get them on IMDb and stuff. I got well, no, I got these on Rotten Tomatoes. Huh. I prefer IMDb. Michael Bay creates a brand new rhythm with it. Crash, boom, bullet through the head, followed by a one-liner, profanity. Then walks off to the sunset. Ready for sequels one through five. <laughs> Is that a brand new rhythm? I thought that was just his rhythm. <laughs> well, that, that was Renee Schoenfeld. And you know what I had noticed? I didn't write down because this was the good one, but mm-hmm. I don't remember what good we, it was. We're going to say it was a 10 out of 10. Within five minutes of this movie, I said... This is like a Michael Bay movie. And so he's like, no, it's not. I said, this is a Michael Bay movie. And then at the end, it was like, directed by Michael Bay. I was like, whoa! <laughs> you don't just randomly have IMDb pulled up to your whole time you watch these oh, movies? Oh, my phone no. was pretty much dead. It because I will check IMDb I only, randomly. I only do that movie. when I see people that I'm like, I know that fucking motherfucker from somewhere. Yeah, I do that too. But uh, normally I wait till afterwards because I don't want to fuck. Because sometimes when you look at shit, it'll tell you, you know, such and such was a great killer. And you're like, oh, thanks, you know. He's the killer. Here's the other review. Guns, Ferraris, parkour, headshots, Melanie Laurent, Las Vegas, luxury yachts, thong underwear, incoherence, xenophobia, sexism, America. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like another 10 out of 10 review to me. 
these sequel, my reviews are very, very similar. And what was the reason I picked them is because they were very, very similar. And one was the good one, one was the bad. So you can flip flop them either way you want. Yeah. Well, usually they don't mention sexism and xenophobia in the good one. But was, up until then. <laughs> and in, in a bad review, you, you don't say that you're ready for sequels once. What was xenophobic about this? I don't see it was xenophobia, but, you know. I don't, I don't know. Either. And sexism, really? I think one of, of the strongest characters was a woman. Yeah. <laughs> like, number two was a bad motherfucker. I guess yeah. there was a bunch yeah. of hookers in there. someone that's getting a bullet. Well, we'll get to it. But someone that's getting a bullet removed. Yeah. <laughs> just like, cool. We'll yeah. talk about it. Yeah. And, What's the other female character doing during that scene? She's digging out the, the bullet. bullet. Yeah. Well, what were the what are the dudes doing? Freaking the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, unless it has to do with all the hookers. There's a lot of hookers. Yeah, but, but is that sexism? I, or the fact that they used? Although I don't consider this sexism, some people might think the fact that they used the fact that these women were beautiful and sexy to get them in places. Mm. Like they, they wouldn't have been able to walk on that yacht if they weren't hot, you know. <laughs> I would argue that you put Ryan Reynolds in a bathing suit, and he could walk right on too. He's yeah, hot. Probably That's true. They just didn't do that. They yeah. only had the women do that. <laughs> All right. So, is what did you what think? Is, hey, I don't think it was sexist. No, I just is there a word? Is fuck there a word Dave. Like Dave. Fuck Dave and all of his fears. That means um, about looks. Oh, like. Uh, no, I don't know. Okay, well, because there's hey, ages. Let's build a bridge and like get that. the fuck over it. What'd you think going in? <laughs> I thought I remember the opening sequence of this. This movie looked like crazy. <laughs> Carly, I thought. I think this is gonna be a lot, <laughs> a lot extra. This, this movie is extra. I had seen about five or ten minutes of it, Tell and me. I was like, "Woo." I had uh, I had started watching it, but something happened. And I had to leave, so I was like, "Cool, man, I get to finish watching it." Because I kept forgetting that it was on. Because it just I didn't, you know, obviously I didn't see any commercials for it or anything. It just was on Netflix. I'm like, "What the fuck is this? How did I miss a Ryan Reynolds movie?" That's why I found it too. Yeah, first time I watched, I was like, "Hmm, this is new. This just came out." Yeah, so I watched it. Like, oh, and I didn't finish Netflix it either. First movie. time I watched it, I was like, "Oh, okay, well, I'll come back to it." And then you say you can always come back to it because it's a Netflix movie. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, and then I for- kept forgetting. Yeah. So and then I finally rewatched it. So if I finally watched the end, and I was like, "All right, I'm going to do that for the podcast because it was awesome." And then I was waiting to pick it. <laughs> Since Dragon's still off, <laughs> one more month. <laughs> that was that was keep well, fucking with me. I didn't I fuck with you. My Christmas pick is going to be Dragnet. <laughs> Listen to Wild Wild West, and at the end he goes, "Now everybody, drag Netflix up on your TV." <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. I was dying. I just listened to voices. <laughs> so right. you were singing a happy song yes I was let's not talk about that let's talk about the movie opening there's some clouds then all of a sudden there's a fucking plane mm. and we get a voiceover from Ryan Reynolds telling you what happens when you die you see he knows cause he's <laughs> he's looking through pictures it's and not R.I.P.D. dead <laughs> <laughs> no not that dead wait a minute how many times has he, he died dies a lot <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it alright all right, and he talks about ghosts, and ghosts have one power above the all others. They haunt the living. No, that that's a power. <laughs> I wouldn't know that's a power either. Okay, so now Ryan Reynolds is flying in a plane that's sponsored by Red Bull because it says Red Bull on his helmet. It says Red Bull on the plane. And all of a sudden, <laughs> mayday, mayday, and he's nosedived. All of a sudden, he stalls it out. He's <laughs> like, I'm going down, I'm going down. And he bails out and goes, this is how the world... Um, this is how I died. Well, at least how the, the world was told anyway. You see him bailing out, and he pulls the ripcord, and he's skydiving. 
And he died six years ago. But that's what the rest of the world was told. I just said that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Fucking Reese's peanut butter cups, I'll tell you. All right. <laughs> so let me see a time card. Holy shit, does this movie jump around fucking time-wise? Uh, it does. All right, yeah, this, is 30, this is 35 seconds ago. This is four years ago. Wait, this is a little bit of... During the flashback, I don't understand. <laughs> What's the time reference here? It's a little bit of a whiplash in this. Yeah. Because there was one... At one point, it flashed back, and then it flashed forward, and then it flashed back again, and I was trying to get a yeah. frame of reference, and I didn't get it. All right, so this is their first mission. And what a clusterfuck that was. Mm-hmm. Like, what mission? Don't ask those questions, okay? Ooh, look, shiny car. It's lime green. Oh, I'm going to talk about that. <laughs> and we see there's a team member shot in the back, and they're in a lime green car, driven by a man. Well, then. Yes, it's but a Ferrari, isn't it's it? It's not no, a Ferrari. It's, it's an Alfa Romeo uh, Quadra... It's a Julia Quadrifoglio, <laughs> however you say it. It's an Alfa Romeo. It's a fancy, fancy car. It's not. It's not a fancy, fancy car. It's not a Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> but it's not a fancy, fancy car either. It's a lime green car driven by a man. I don't know anything about cars. <laughs> well, I to see in the words of Kevin Bacon, <laughs> fuck you. It's not a Beetle. It's like a... This is the this, this is the is Italian fa- version of a Beetle. This is a Fast and Furious car. This is the Italian version. This is a Fast of a and Furious car. Okay. Like they, a nobody, car. nobody has ever <laughs> won a drag race in a Beetle. That's well, now nah, I don't know that. I that's can't. That's true. a lie. That's just actually I can't, there's a bunch of guys that drag race in Beetles because Beetles are never done really light. I, I can't claim to have that knowledge, but the old ones I knew guys that raced them, but not I don't know oh, guys. Ones. You said. And I not said that on that episode of the podcast. The old style ones, not the new ones. Because it's different. It's a classic car. Not and all classic user. cars are cool. Like El hey, Camino. What is that word right there? I know it's not a VW bug. No, no. What is that? Look above my finger. What's the f- only fucking word above Anywho. my finger? Anywho. Okay. <laughs> the team is <laughs> arguing about... over it. No. Whether it was a lime green who beetle. Was, <laughs> who, who was there and, who was, and how they got shot? We don't know names yet. And we won't for quite a while. So, and we'll just go with that. So the bad guys pull alongside, and number one is Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell Six, who's Dave Franco, hey, um, they got us here, so can we? And Dave floors it. Mm-hmm. Oh, 17 minutes earlier. Like, wait a minute, so we're in a flashback to a flashback? Yeah. So yeah. is this four years, seven months? I don't get it. No, mm-hmm. So 17 minutes earlier, we see one talking to a man, and two is walking around in the back. It's a nice, well-dressed Italian man. Which one is two? building. Oh, uh, two is Melanie. a glorious bastard. Glorious bastard girl. Yeah. yeah, you don't know that by now. Melanie Lawrence. Lawrence. Look, you. when I'm watching it, I know who's who, but it's hard when you're hearing it back. Okay. Well, all right then. That, but we were her. picking our favorite, least favorite characters. We kept having to look at the IMDb. Which one is so and so? So we can write that. All right. That's fair. We'll try to keep that straight. <laughs> all right. So back to the car. <laughs> Six thanks one for including him. And he seems genuine about it. He's like, really, I appreciate this, man. I'm really loving it. Like, okay, well, that seems like a weird time to do it. And we see it's a Michael Bay film. <laughs> so there's lots of cuts of action. Like, and, and cars get tapped and explode. That's what tipped me off. <laughs> and it's like really fast and then it slows way down. Then it gets really fast and then mm-hmm. it slows way down. So one makes a comment about the color of the car and how it blends in with the Italian architecture. And I knew Elaine would like that line. I did. Um, we get labels for the rest of the care members in their roles. Six, driver. One, billionaire. Two. All right, so we've already covered six and one. Two is CIA, the blonde. CIA spook. CIA spook. 
five is the, the, um, the other girl. The, the doctor. doctor. She's the brown-haired, very lady. Very lady, very attractive she lady. She is a lady. <laughs> She's a, whoa, 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 whoa. She's a lady. <laughs> and I love that during the chase scene, you see nuns flipping off people. Like the car, uh, James Franco. I did it now. <laughs> Dave, Dave Franco almost runs him over. Like, fucking cuts him off and nuns are flipping him off. I'm like, you know what? I've been in Italy. That he, doesn't surprise me. He's he so said, hitchhiking fucking. He said, they're nuns. They'll forgive, forgive me. me. And then you see them flipping him off, which is funny. Mm-hmm. All right, and so during the chase scene, Six also comments about how he loves Italy and all the attractive young uh, Italians that are there, the the ladies, if you will. Maybe that's the sexism maybe speaking of. Wow. Maybe. But she was a very nice-looking young lady. <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel like it shouldn't be sexist to notice if you find someone attractive. But most people in Italy, which is weird, and it's not just the women, it's the men too, they all look very good and fit until they get to a certain age and they all get old like overnight. Like, I hate to be that guy. You wake up and like, fuck, I'm old. <laughs> I don't think you will be. You're going to look good forever. That's not true, because statistically speaking... Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, these are my people, and, this, and evidently they hit a switch one day, and okay. they just get old. But not today. <laughs> or maybe today, I don't fucking know. Where am I now? Okay, one is talking to four. Oh, who the fuck? Oh, four, four, who's four? So four is Angel. It's the parkour. Is, no, no, no. They he's say fucking the Skywalker. Which yes. why does parkour? <laughs> <laughs> it's so terrible. I want. You know what I really wish they'd have called him the Grease Man. <laughs> yeah, he is a Grease Man. He's the Grease Man. He's like the Amazing Yen from Ocean's yes. Eleven. But no, it's they, they label him as the Skywalker. I'm like, that just no. That's the bad name. It's hard to watch him jump or around like they that. They should have said <laughs> the fucking cat burglar because he's a fucking cat burglar. That's he's true. a fucking thief. He the is. thief. The he burgles. Rogue. So he burgles. Acrobat. Mm. Any of those would have yeah. been fine. But then one is talking to four saying, hey, we need some help. So this gives him the chance to do some cool, hardcore, parkour shit uh, throughout the season. Which is cool. It is cool, but I just kept thinking, oh, his knees. Oh, his feet. <laughs> That's what he's like, oh, I really want to try to do that. But friends, no. listen to me here. <laughs> if, no, listen, this is how you cure this. Okay, if you ever think, I want to do parkour, go on YouTube and type in parkour failures. Because <laughs> anybody could watch the cool shit and be like, I'm going to do it. Go watch the failures. Or people like pretty much straight up fucking die. Like, like that guy landed and his spine can't be okay. And try to jump to the bottom Tom and then need surgery <laughs> and you're never jumped. doing it. <laughs> so watch parkour failures. It's hard to watch. <laughs> but it's funny. Bring some friends. Okay. Oh, not right okay. now. Yeah, not right now. Not right now. Actually, Remotely watch it with your friends. You can listen to this and watch that. <laughs> Turn the volume off. All right, so four has Don't a plan. Don't laugh too hard. You'll miss out all the good stuff. <laughs> so four has a plan, and he's able to kill the car that is chasing him. How does he do that? I don't remember. I didn't run it down. <laughs> all right. We see the number one. And somehow, number one now pops up with an eyeball with an optic nerve. Evidently, he's been holding this the whole fucking movie, and now he's holding it, and he's got a cell phone, and he's trying to make it work. And he goes, I never knew how long the optical nerve was. I'm surprised his asshole wasn't attached. You go, yes, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. And Six is like, holy shit, dude. How am I supposed to drive when you've got an eyeball out? <laughs> and they pull over, and Six asks, hey, one, did you scoop that eyeball out? He's like, no, no. Two did it. <laughs> and later on, you're going to realize there's no way that that didn't happen. Two absolutely ripped out the Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she's fucking hardcore. Yeah. How do you get it out without damaging it? These are questions I don't want to know the answers <laughs> to. <laughs> she's, 
She went to class. Maybe for she. It. I mean, they knew they needed it. No, no. Let's not theorize on this. <laughs> I have a friend. I'm so sure that it was a doctor. She said, "Give me a tool to rip out his eye." That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but two took it out. Five didn't take it I out. Know. It was two. Because two is in the middle of shit. So she said to five before they went in, "I need something to rip his eye out." With. I think she just used a spoon. Did you ever <laughs> see um, uh, Kill Bill? Yes. Well, like. That's it. She just plucked it out. I don't remember that. You remember her plucking her other eye out? She was only had one eye. Uma Thurman no. plucked out um, uh, Hannah. What is her name? Daryl Hannah. Dar- Dar- thank Hannah. you. It was like Hannah something. Daryl Hannah. I don't really remember Kill Bill very well, well not, because I don't really like We're not going to review that movie today. We're going to review Six Underground. So. <laughs> okay. All right. So anyway, so he plucks it out. And wouldn't you know that Ryan Reynolds drops the eyeball? And he says, don't step on it. Don't do it. And James Franco God damn Dave. it, Elaine. <laughs> Dave six. Franco. And, and Six is freaking out. He's like, don't step on it. All right. And we and number one unlocks the phone with the eyeball. And we're back in chase. Cut to three, who's a hitman. And he's learning mm-hmm. to speak Italian. But he's... They never say where he's from, but he's clearly speaks Spanish. Mm-hmm. Italian and Spanish aren't that far off where he needs to vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he wants to know where the bathroom is. Ban- Banyo. Mm-hmm. Banyo. And evidently, that's so much different than Spanish. Yeah. Uh, which, which is, is by the way, baño. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, car chase, car chase, car chase. Uh, shoot, shoot, shoot. We see where the 150 million went to all the pew pews. Yeah. There's some amazing some, special effects in this movie. There's some very cool stuff, like when they when they go next to the truck that just kind of grazes yeah. the side and the bit with the baby and the d- puppies. Uh-huh. That is really fun, and we too. just slow down the car and we watch it almost hit. They Michael Bay that shit. Oh, yeah. It was really cool. All right, so... Car chases are cool. One argues with two to start shooting back. He's like, are you shot in the arms? No, then start shooting back because she's the Marlboro man. Like, yes, somebody is pulling bullets out of you, but we still need you shooting. <laughs> yeah. All right. And she does some shit that had Cougar watches going, nice. <laughs> so, by the way, putting that on the list, some of the best shots, because she's shot in a moving vehicle and cracks up around to start killing folk. That's not the best shot she makes. That's not the best shot she makes, but she's going to be on the list more than once. The best she shot may not she be makes the best, is the one with the But she's going to have more than one entry on top five or top ten. Yeah. My favorite shot she makes is the one with the cigar. Where it goes through the cigar? Yeah, yes, that that's the best one. I mean, I'm telling you, she may not get the top of the list, but she's getting on the list. It's the, <laughs> best, one. It's the best one, though. She may have more entries on the list than anybody else, yeah. <laughs> including the Coog. Oh. All right, so Six wants to put on some music and puts on some Spice Girls, and Ryan Reynolds rips the radio out because the radio <laughs> is outside of the dashboard. Yeah. It right. seems like it was an aftermarket add-on. Yeah. Yep, Ryan Reynolds movie. All right. So they, they're cut off and they're about to get shot up until two pops out of the car, gets an automatic weapon, and murders all of them. And you're like, and the baddest motherfucker in the whole oh, movie yeah. is? They two. set that up right off the bat. <laughs> okay, don't fuck with two. Because she, like, murdered everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everybody else just sat in the car. <laughs> like, they didn't even get out and, like... Pew, pew. I love like with the eyeball and then later on we see it again when they're like who would do such a horrible thing and they're like she did it and she's like what <laughs> <laughs> she just gets out of the car bleeding <laughs> she just shoots them all alright let's go <laughs> mm-hmm. then six drives through a museum literally through a fucking museum they gotta lose the chopper mm-hmm. 
and and they run right up to the David. It's six months to know, is that the one with this really small? And one is like, do you want to get out and compare or can we fucking go? <laughs> car chase, car chase, car chase. Four does his thing. Blows up a car. Why? Michael Bay. Uh, well, two, he's trying to knock off the cars that are chasing them. That's right. From up in the air. So I want to say he's like cutting ropes and things are falling and... He's also running very fast to keep up with speeding cars. Although, Dave Franco is doing a lot of laps around fountains. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So two and five are yelling at each other. Those are the ladies in the backseat. And they're yelling at Ryan Reynolds. First, um, two pops up and she yells something in French. She's supposed to be a CIA spook speaking French. I don't I believe that. He says, I don't speak that. So then five pops up and she yells something in Spanish. Don't he speak says, that either. I don't speak that either. Um, which was a nice little scene yeah. to say they're worldly. Mm-hmm. Uh, more guys with guns, shoot, shoot, shoot. And then six crashes into a forklift, killing him instantly. Mm. To which the first time I saw this, I went, what? Yeah. I'm like, so this, the rest of this is going to be like a flashback, right? No, he's no. gone. He's not in yeah. the movie this anymore. This was the first time I watched it, and I was like, no! <laughs> I was also I totally like, expected ah, him to be no! in the rest of the movie. Yeah. And we, he was not. Yeah. Yeah, I he thought was he'd be- so like and he was so good up until now. I was, was like, cool "Oh, shit. wow!" You really felt that. Oh yeah, uh-huh. you felt that. I felt it. Yeah. <laughs> it gave you all the feels. I almost had to take a break from which the is weird <laughs> because all you've seen is a super long car chase that's happening, which is really well done. But you're so invested in this one character that when he dies, you're just like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and you don't know anything about him or anything about what they're doing. You've just seen a fucking car chase. Yeah, <laughs> he was really good in it. So moment of silence, number six. Moving on. All right. So the rest of the team bails out of the car, and four catches up with them. Cuts to the boat, and somehow they have Six's body. So they all ran away from the car, but they grabbed Six. Mm-hmm. Good on well, you. They can't really just leave him there. Why? Well, he's already dead. I know, but how did this dead guy end up here? It would raise well, a lot of suspicion. You only died once. Would it? Yeah. I feel like it would also, later, when we're trying to figure out who these people are, it would add more clues, and I feel like it, would could, it? it could be bad. They don't want any trace of them. A body is a trace. <laughs> I guess. Anyway, so yeah. three is upset, and we learn that they don't have names anymore, only numbers. And the team wants to know what his name was. One says it doesn't matter. He was a good man. We're fairly certain his name was Dave, but sometimes <laughs> we call him James. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Five wants to know, did he have any family? Six says, yeah. No, wants to know if six had any family, and two says, you're looking at it. All right. And, and somehow, like, no, we're not a family. And one starts <laughs> talking about, look, we're not a family. We're not the Cleavers. No one knows what that is. So he tries to explain leaving to Beaver, and two says, the French don't watch that shit. Honestly, I feel like we need to stop making leaving to Beaver references. <laughs> Because I never even watched that show. I just know of it. And I'm not young anymore. You know? I did too. <laughs> I quite enjoyed it. I oh, like the beef. I beef. watched it. I, even I, watched watched it. On, I also like the beef and the show too. I even watched the the remake. I didn't watch uh, it. Return to Beaver or whatever the fuck it was called on Disney. Hmm. I remember you're talking I can't remember what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. They're grown up. It was terrible. <laughs> but there wasn't a lot of channels. <laughs> All right, so let's cut to Seven, who's a sniper. And he's in a war zone. And this is a flashback, question mark? And then we see him sitting there. Yep, question, yep. flashback. Because he's watching an infomercial with that Tony guy, what's his name? I, I was supposed to look it up, and I left a blank too, and just didn't. 
the, the, the well-built Tony guy with the, the ponytail who always wore a hat, which means he was bald. Yeah. With the b- really workout guy? Thick yeah. thought. That man has some thick legs. He doesn't skip leg day. No, he does not. <laughs> but he skipped pro game. All right, moving on. So cut back to the war zone. Seven is there, and he says the UN. There's a UN truck. But like the UN is backwards. This isn't right. Um, he's coming right for our guys. Mission to shoot. Mission to shoot. And the guy he's talked to says negative. There goes right of the pattern. It's full. And then the truck rolls into where his guys are, and it explodes, killing all of his guys instantly. And he's like, "I told you, you mm-hmm. son of a bitch." Well, somebody on the radio said, "Like, do you f- have you forgotten that we're just here as like support or something? Like, like we're not here to take the shot. We're here to watch." Right. So then he's we see like, him. I need to take the shot. <laughs> so then he's writing a letter to one of his uh, Delta brothers' families. Mm. And we cut to number one, who's there, and he says, "Welcome home, Blaine. I've been looking for a special operator like you." Well, you get the. At least I get the impression that he was thinking about killing himself. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he had the gun and the bullet. Mm-hmm. He was doing the Riggs thing. Riggs. <laughs> so they talk about how um, no one is going to save the world, but they can make it a little less shit. One offers him a job, and he's recruiting Blaine. And now we know that Blaine is going to be number seven. Because he says, says, I will I, always let yeah. you take the shot. I'm never going to tell you not to take the shot. Right. I would have let you take that shot, and your men would still be alive. So now, Blaine is in. But is Blaine in? I don't know about Blaine, but number seven is in. <laughs> so we see seven, and now he's on, looks like he's a merchant marine all of a sudden, or something. He's on a fishing boat. We don't know, but he drops his hat and it has a letter in it. I thought it was whale a ferry. Because <laughs> we saw like sure, a car. Well I thought it was a ferry. You know, let's <laughs> just say it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> and we'll see that he drops his hat with a note in it to Marie. It's one of those fairy whale watching tours. Right. Okay. Where you go fishing. Yeah. For money. Mm-hmm. And he jumps off the back. It didn't seem like a very high boat. So if I was faking my death, I feel like that's, I would. I um, it's know. usually not the, the fall that kills you. Because when I was on an aircraft carrier, we had a, high, a guy jump off the back. Mm-hmm. And he didn't die when he hit the water. He died when he hit the propellers? We don't know what happened to him. We've never seen him. <laughs> we no idea what happened to him. He could have drowned. A fish could have ate him. Water or he, temperature can be a thing. Or he could have got sucked between the propellers. And if those get yeah. you, it wouldn't even slow them down. Nope. The, the fish ate his face? Well, we don't know, but he jumped off the side. Okay. Shocks. And it wasn't like... This doesn't make a dog. Not to make fun of someone that dies. It's a nigga that don't. Making a dong. He evidently got some bad news and decided... Eh, now's a good time as any. I'm just going to go. And he did it at night, so there was nowhere to find this fucker. Wow. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, he was ready. To, this wasn't one of those cries for help. He was ready to go. Yeah. And he went. Now, he rests in peace. Yeah, it's his business, I guess. Mm-hmm. I didn't know him. Where are we now? <laughs> he jumps off a boat. Oh, we at, see his funeral. We're at Blaine's funeral. With and Ron this is kind of cool. I really want to watch my own funeral. <laughs> oh, God. Ron Funches is cracking me up. Yeah, Ron Funches, he gives a speech about how they wouldn't have been able to tell me, motherfucker, I'd have killed all them sons of bitches. It's like, what? And then he starts to like, cry. Dude, and then I start thinking, we like, we need to stop this. Like, he's lost weight. Yeah, he did. He lost a lot of weight. He looked really good. Mm-hmm. Good for him. It took me a minute to figure out who he was. Yeah. He's, he's very funny. If you get a chance, friends, go watch some of his stuff. It's very good. He was on a short-lived a, TV show that I really, really liked that I can't remember the name of. Oh, with own, um, uh, uh, Chris Dahlia. Yeah. At oh, the what? bar, what was the name of that? Oh, and it, no, it was good. the it was the black eyes bar, and you thought it was mm-hmm. black guys bar. Yeah, he was uh, with he has Baby a, Bird. He has his own podcast. Yeah. 
And the, what killed that TV show? Because their season one was really good. No Whitney Cummings, because he was on a show Whitney Cummings first. Yes, Whitney, I know. Yeah, and that's it sucked. Right. I saw that. And then they brought in Whitney Cummings, and no one, everybody stopped watching the show. Moral is. I'm sorry, Whitney Cummings. You're very funny. Stop fucking up this guy's TV career. She's not as funny as Christiella. No, that guy's hilarious. So what were we talking about? Ron Funches. Ron Funches. Yeah. The, new, right. the new Leave It to Beaver. I'd so, watch that. So we see that second episode. That's, that's so, what it was called. I looked it up. The new Leave It to Beaver. <laughs> like, wow. The new beef? Yeah. Everybody loves the new beef. All right, so one tells Seven that um, his new name is Seven. So there, Seven of Us. And Seven's like, is there seven of us? And he says, no, there's six. And he's like, huh? <laughs> All right, so Seven meets the team, and it tells us that this is the ghost house, and it's kind of like the Batcave, but it's nothing like that. Okay. By Batcave, you mean abandoned airplane, I guess. Yes. <laughs> and I got, I got the impression that Billionaire bought the plane in the hangar, and that's just where he had the ship. Is this just the same? I thought it was an airplane graveyard. Yeah. Like from Harley Davidson and the Marble Man. Ooh. Check out our episode. I was just going to say, it's in the middle of an airplane graveyard. Maybe Billionaire owns it. We don't know. I can't imagine it costs that much for him. All right, so we we don't really know how much money he has. He did kill himself. Obviously, he had some money, but how much? Billions. Uh, I didn't want to pick at that, but yeah. Well, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that in a second here if you just shut your hole. All right, so cut to dinner where we're talking and they talk about what it's like being dead. Four says that there's nothing like being harassed by pigs for simple stuff like being naked or drunk. Five says, no more immigration. Looks up, says, fuck you. I'm American. Three looks at him, mouthful full and goes, I'm illegal. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of funny. But So five is American. Why would she bring up immigration? Maybe that, immigration harasses her because she looks like she is Mexican. It's possible. Yeah, I don't think that happens. Uh, I've never been Mexican, though, so I can't I tell you. Know. I have no frame of reference. I have no idea. We don't Maybe know where she worked either. on where she lived. Yeah. yeah, if she were, she's gonna fuck with you a lot more in South Texas than it is here. Yeah, <laughs> she lives near border town or something. Probably. Do. All right, most likely, I'm gonna be the Incredible Hulk in there. I'm gonna give you that because <laughs> I have no frame of reference. We don't actually get her backstory at all. No, nope. we don't. We get we, we get some backstories and some don't. Well, never mind. For half a second, I thought it was the little girl. I was like, wait, what's the timeline on this? Tony goes, she's the little girl he rescued, right? I was like, no. no. <laughs> like, oh, that's only four years ago, I guess. Okay. For a second, I thought she was the chick he slept with at the opera. No, no, but it's different. They don't look, well, they look kind of alike, but not that much alike. That's racist. Well, for a second, I thought they were the same right. actors. Speaking of backstories, let's talk about number one's backstory. We see one is a magnet expert who made billions from his tech. And he tells us, no, no, the best part about being dead is freedom. All that matters is what you choose. And then you bring Seven um, in behind the curtain. And here's how we stage a coup. And he sets up some cups. He says, yeah, four generals. These are your bad guys. And on top of that, we have a salt shaker. So this is the worst guy. So we're going to hit the four generals, and we're going to find the brother, who's the salt. <laughs> and we're going to take out the piece of shit dictator and place him with the democracy-loving brother. Do we need the cups for this? <laughs> I, mean, I, don't I don't want to sound like a dick, but I was like, this is the worst demonstration I've ever seen. No, it didn't make any sense. Because <laughs> you're like, okay, these four cups are the bad guys, and we got to kill them. Uh, okay, we don't need the cops. You could just tell us we need to kill this poor There's guy. not, there's no, he's not like he was maneuvering do some him kind around of cool like it was a plan or a yeah. map. It's yeah. just him being a douchebag. Like in a movie I'm going to do at some point, Carly, you've never ever seen it. It's mm. called The A-Team. The cups make sense. Uh, Tony, have you seen it? I have. Okay. Yeah, I know you've seen it. I thought he pulled out the cups because he was fucking with them with the salt and pepper shakers or the sugar container or whatever because it was metal and he was turning his phone magnet on and scooting stuff away from these like okay no more magnets plastic cups 
No, I know, but it was was usually in movies when they do this, it's because the audience couldn't grasp it normally quick enough. So they'll go, you know, like an Armageddon when he's like, well, this is the moon and the plane, this thing's going to go around it. Yeah. Because most people don't understand astrophysics and shit like that. The roadrunner thrust move. So he just shows you real quick, a little quick, but this is just, he just stacks yeah. cups up. He goes, you got guys we got to kill. Yeah, you got to get yeah, it's like, you stick up your rack. Usually <laughs> when they use cups and stuff, they're drawing some sort of map. This yeah. was no map. That was just cups that he <laughs> made red because they're dead. Is it Con Air? What, what's that? Oh, that's just a rock. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the big map with the rock. Well, what's the rock? That's just a rock. Just, that's, <laughs> kicks, that's rock. Kicks out of the way. And the guy's like, cool. <laughs> Due to the IQ and attention span of this group, I'm going to keep this simple. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we need to do that movie, but we can't because it is so uh, We can make an exception. Cyrus the fucking virus. Well, put it on cancer. your birthday pick list, and then you can just put I your... have one birthday a year. Mm-hmm. You just put... You, you write it... You have a 4th of July, though. Put a big... No, you don't. Put a no. big list. I thought I got 4th of July. I thought he got 4th of July. July is a birthday month. Uh, <laughs> nobody gets... We don't get holidays. Only you and Carla get holidays. Me and John don't seem to get holidays. You're supposed it's not to get fair. holidays. I'm, st- I'm going to claim... What's the next holiday coming up? Memorial Day. I think Cinco de Mayo. You could do Memorial Day. Easter. I'm doing Easter. I'm getting an Easter pick. What's actually about Easter? I guess bunnies. The Lord came back supposedly, (laughs) but look, they thought he killed him, but he didn't. He came back. Zombie Jesus and Easter bunnies get a lot of action. I bunnies. I think Memorial Day is do it like bunnies. Take May, although that's my birthday month. Take June. <laughs> See, you're kicking the rock now, Carly. Yeah. I'm taking April, fuckers. Eventually, this podcast is just going to be excuses for us to do whatever movies we want. Right. <laughs> All right Wait, so. it's President's Day. I'm going to do the rock because the president's in it. <laughs> all right, so seven is like cups. We're all going to die. <laughs> a president's in it. Oh, a president's in it. Every Michael Bay movie has a president in it because everything's going to blow up. No, I was thinking that Donald Trump might actually oh, be in The Rock. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> is he in No, he's not in The Rock. We could, for President's Day, do movies that or Donald Trump has cameoed in because there's more than one. Alone, too. It was in February. It's already passed. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying. So could we... Could we or we could do focus. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. For Stop President's touching Day. me. Yes. Cut to four years ago. Turkestan border. And the hoarders, horrors, hoarders, horrors of the place. Words are fucking hard. Peanut butter cups. <laughs> All right. What is putting his shirt on? Because you need to see Ryan Reynolds' body. He is a sexy beast. Hmm. You know, you come home, your wife's banging Ryan Reynolds. You say, "I get it." <laughs> <laughs> I go, "Where? Where did I get a wife?" <laughs> you say, "I get it." All right. Also, take her with you. All right. So, um, <laughs> you'll scare for my attorney. <laughs> No, I can't compare to that. <laughs> Look at those abs. <laughs> oh, but you sue him. I eat peanut butter cups. Just All right, call, so... Call Blake Lively. Ooh. That's true. Ooh. All right, then. She looks like somebody that cut a motherfucker. <laughs> Blake Lively? She fought, she fought a shark. <laughs> so does Jason Statham. No. Jason Statham looks like he cut a motherfucker, too. <laughs> that was a megalodon. That was a megalodon. <laughs> Megalodon. <laughs> that's how you say it. That's, that's it's not how you say it. Megalodon. All right. It's not how you say it. Megalodon. So, Jesus Christ. So now one is putting on like you know he's trying to get all dirty looking and he's telling some guy who's explaining to him what it's like here. He's like, look, look, look. I don't want to hear any of that. Okay. I'm just I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna take some pictures. I'm gonna walk around and I'm gonna donate a shitload of money to your cause. Okay. Because. And he's like, wow, he was an asshole billionaire. Yeah. Okay, it's starting to make sense. Something bad's going to happen. They might as well have wrote that, right, you know, right? Four years ago, something bad's about to happen. 
All six right. years ago. He's going to see missiles with Reynolds on the four. side of them. But, but no, it said four. Don't work. Don't do the fucking math. Don't ruin this. <laughs> because he said no. he died six years ago, so it has to be before he killed himself. There's a lot of jumping around. <laughs> There's a lot of jumping around. Is this a flashback in a flashback? Fourth wall break in a fourth. That's like 16 wall breaks. Because it has to be more than six years ago. Stop doing the math in this movie. It is a Michael Bay movie. Don't do a lot of math on him. <laughs> I'm with you, Elaine. Right? <laughs> All right, we see jets flying ago. overhead, and there's gas being dropped. And you hear, gas, gas, gas. And they're all running around like the fucking chickens with their asses on fire. And they're putting on their gas masks. And so, first of all, Ryan Reynolds fucks up because he's taking masks out of a box and just handing them out. First thing you do when handing out medical supplies is put, put your on yourself and then help others. I'm but still, then, I'm then, still then, laughing about running around like chickens with their asses on fire. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's and honestly, is that not a thing? I don't if think I'm just a random refugee, <laughs> there's a chicken with his ass on fire. He runs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if you're just running. Because <laughs> where is you? Look, this is a gas attack. You can run as far as you want. You're I fucking know. dead if you can but see it. Think you're about dead. if you're just one of those kids or those moms in that refugee camp. You don't know where the masks are. Did they tell you when you arrive? Stay here. There's a, po- a box of masks over there in case there's no. A gas they're not going to no. tell you where the box of masks <laughs> they are because they the probably don't have enough for everybody. That's there's right. no way. This is when you make the hard decision. Sorry, Bob. I just think it's completely legit that they're running like chickens with their asses cut off. Not cut <laughs> off, on fire. On fire, sorry. With the asses cut off, you, you know, you fry it up with a little... Uh, chicken butt? Paprika. A little chicken butt. Guess what? <laughs> oh, God. Guess what? Chicken butt. Chicken butt. All right, moving on. All right, and uh, here we go. So that Ryan... Guess why? No more shots why? before the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> this is going to be great. All right, so now Ryan Reynolds gets the fucking memo when he puts his mask on, yeah. and he's starting to hand him out. And he sees a little girl just standing there, so he does what anybody in a movie does. You run towards the kid. Yeah. Because if you can't save a cat, save a kid. Yep. All right, and, and there you go. And he saves the kid, and he puts the mask on and says, put this on, you'll live. And she grows up to be the doctor. That was a little boy that he saved. And then he picks up a little girl who's, like, holding hands with her dead, dead mom. mom. Yeah. Which is, yeah, if you find a dead uh, a dead kid, a kid holding on to a dead parent. <laughs> if you, you find wanna... a dead kid, call the police. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to want to take that kid away from the dead parent. Because... Unless they're in a boat. <laughs> well, that's, clearly, yeah. that's mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> so in the aftermath, we see kids holding the hands of dead parents, and one walks around. Uh, this is where he picks up, the, and we get the dramatic music. This is how you know it's supposed to pull in the old harsh rings because the music hits, and it's somber. And this is where I'm sitting there when I'm listening, when I'm making my notes, and I'm like, "Thank you for telling me how to feel, you piece of shit," because now I feel bad. And this is where he says, "I got to kill this motherfucker." Like, <laughs> he has his uh, Tony Stark moment. I'm gonna kill all these motherfuckers, but he doesn't build a suit. He builds a team instead. Yep. If he was just well, better. Well, not yet. First, he goes to the opera. Well, we'll get to that. Let's do some recon. And first, of, and we'll get to, we'll get to it. Super creepy. All right, so we cut to the Turkestan dictator, who's looking at a painting. All right, his assistant hands him a report, and then showing uh, the chemical weapons that were used. Painting of Napoleon. Mm. Is a thing for dictators. And there you Conquers. go. Um, we, and all of a sudden we're in Paris now, and it's Shakespeare, and why not? And one is there, and the dictator is there. So the dictator's watching the performance and one's watching him, which is creepy. I mean, he wants to kill him. That's true. So, hmm. I mean, he's stalking him, which is always creepy. It doesn't make it less creepy just because this dude deserves to die. 
And it's intermission, and they go to the bar, and the dictator orders a martini, stirred, not shaken. I'm like, you dick. Everybody knows you order a martini. If you're going to specify, it's always shaken, not stirred. Maybe he doesn't like James Bond. Who doesn't like... You know what? Well, fuck this guy. This I is, mean... So you don't like him? I don't think he likes James Bond. <laughs> Everybody likes James Bond. Except James Bond might be the one that comes to I like James out. Bond. <laughs> I just don't really like Daniel Craig, but I like plenty of Bonds. I, there's other Bonds to pick Who from. Who was the James Bond after Sean Connery? Exactly. Was that Roger Moore? No. Or was he the first? No. Oh my God! So no, Dalton? Connery Stop. was first. No, no, Dalton was after. Weatherby Moore. was after. Oh, Weatherby, and then yeah, Moore. he had the one. He only did the one movie. That's the one that no one. That's knows. a trap. It wasn't a trap. It was a legitimate <laughs> question. It was. And then it was Bond Roger knowledge. Moore, and then it was Timothy Dalton, and then it was Pierce, um, Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan, who is my personal favorite, just because he was the Bond of my childhood. I guess you would say uh, Timothy Dalton was the Bond of your childhood. Well, was like my um, teenage years. I don't do know my formative here? years. <laughs> because you're. Um, Let's see, you were married when he did his last one, just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying, well, he's... He, so your he former years, like, you were married when he was fucking Bond. We were married young. Um, <laughs> he just feels like, he feels like my Bond. Like, I've seen all his Bond movies most of the times I know Timothy him, Dalton was my first Bond, because that was the 80s. But, I mean, the first Roger Bond movie Moore. I saw was a uh, Connery Bond movie. See, but even for you, you got old Timothy Dalton. I'm not, I mean, old Roger Moore. Yeah. You didn't get the good Roger The Moore. first Bond movie that I really saw was View to a Kill. I watched a bunch because it was on HBO and I liked Christopher Walken. Watching like the Timothy Dalton ones and then, you know, was watching the Sean Connery ones going, these ones are much better. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> was my first Bond movie was. It's usually when you're a kid, older movies aren't as good as new <laughs> movies, but I, I remember thinking that those movies were better and then I watched the Roger Moore ones and those were good. And, and the, the George Lazenby one, I was like, I didn't really like it. Mm-hmm. What's the Bond movie that had um, Trap Jaw in it? Lockjaw or whatever his name is. Jaws? Jaws, yeah. <clears throat> what movie was he in? He was in two yeah, he was in two, and I can't remember them because one of them is View to a Kill, right? Yeah, and I don't sure. remember what the other. Maybe that's the first one. I feel like he, I'm, he's one so of the big blimp. And yeah. friends, if you want to hear more about James Bond, go back and listen to our Skyfall episode. <laughs> We're starting starting James Bond podcast. <laughs> no, I'm sure there is one. <laughs> no, it's or seven. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right, so here we are. Um, blicka blaga, blicka blaga. All right, so so they're there and back of the opera. Yep, one sparks up, sparks up conversation with the dictator, and he talks about justice. The dictator says, you know, art, um, the heroes always win, but that's all bullshit. So then one, like, directly is talking to the dictator and then asks a question, and he's like, I was talking to her. But I didn't write down what he said. He was hitting on the bartender, who's a very nice-looking young lady. Very pretty. Mm-hmm. And then, what time is it, folks? Because, well, they, um, what do the kids call it nowadays? They box slamming. They smash. They smash. It's not very romantic. Well, hello there, sailor, is what I wrote down. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right, and one quips that they did something wrong because there's still mints on the pillow. And I gotta think he's got a point there. Yeah. (laughs) And that, that's his pillow. So during the pillow talk, we talk about evil men and how that guy's going to get what's coming to him. And then she asks, are you going to ghost me? And he's like, why do you say that? It's just the way that you met, you, you've been talking. And he thinks it's funny because of his current profession. You know, he's a ghost, blah, 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 ha. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, who says I want to see you again? I'm moving to New York. And he's like, I live there. 
And then we get a flashback, and we see that he's straight up fucking stalking her. Like he had pictures of her in the cockpit of the plane that went down. No. Holy fucking balls! I knew they had a relationship. Uh, yeah. they no, were, no. I think they have a relationship, and then at the end, you see something else to that. Yeah. But I thought he wasn't. I didn't think he was dead at this point. I thought he. Okay. I, in my head, I'm with you. He I didn't goes think he to was the. Dead yet he goes point. to the thing and almost dies of the gas. And then he decides he's going to kill this guy, so he goes to the opera. But then he realizes that he can't, that he just can't do it. And he meets this pretty girl. And then he fakes his death after he's with the pretty girl. And he decides to fake his death and take his money and build a team to dismantle this guy's regime rather than just murder him at the opera. I didn't think he was a ghost at the opera point. I thought that was after. All right, so we're going to cut to seven and four talking about one. Seven learns that they have only done one other mission and it didn't go so smoothly. Mm-hmm. Cut to two, and she's doing her spy thing. This is a flashback because she's standing in front of her Rolls Royce, and she says, "Don't touch him, boys. He's mine." And this is when they um, pick up the brother. I don't know what their names are, so I refer to them as the dictator and the brother. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is how we find out that the U.S. captured the brother and sent him back mm-hmm. to the dictator for the dictator to do whatever he was going to do with. Right. Him. They she made didn't a deal. like it. She didn't want to do it, but they made it a deal with the dictator, so they gave him his brother back. So we cut to one who explains why he does what he does. Because governments don't do dick. And we cut to a talk over. And they're going to Vegas for some reason. Why? Vegas, baby. That's where the generals are going. They killed the generals. Their plan is to kill the generals. And And for some reason they keep cutting back to the same woman in a blue dress. And they're like focused right on her ass. Like they, they do. I thought they focus is on her she ass. one of them? Right. No. She has nothing to do with them. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that too. And they cut away to the generals and things and then right back to this woman's ass. And then they're that's like, the who the hell is this? <laughs> well, I don't know. Michael Bay is yeah. kind of a... Horn dog is the word you're looking for. Yes, you're if right. You saw, if you saw Transformers, you know, from Megan Fox. Megan Fox said she didn't know she was getting zoomed in on or something like that. And she found out in the theater. Yeah. And it was like, uh, that's an awkward place to yeah. find out that you zoomed it's, in on your bazongas. gratuitous. Mm-hmm. It is gratuitous. Yes. But she came back with the Maybe scene, they just so. assumed there was sexism because it was a Michael Bay movie. There you go. There's that. Because I don't think the movie itself is sexist, but that shot is. No, because this movie's very empowering to women. Yeah. I think so. Is I, it? I don't think it was empowering. Best motherfucker in the movie. Is too. I don't think it's empowering for women. It just doesn't show women in any kind. It just she's a competent person, which is not empowering to women. That just she's competent. She's super. I'm not empowered by when I see people being competent at their jobs. All right, regardless of gender. So we cut to Vegas, and two or three are in disguise, and they're both tennis people with really, really fake-looking noses, (laughs) like super fake. Andre Sagi and um, Agassi. Agassi and uh, Steffi Graf. No. Steffi Graf. No, it's Mila Marcosharpova. Anna Kornikova. No, it's the other one. Mia Sharpova. Yes. <laughs> but he said... I was going to say Venus Williams. No, no. He said, we're Sharpova. going to Vegas. They have the most facial recognition software... Yeah, in the world. In the world, being used every day in the yeah. casinos. So make sure your disguise is going to disguise you. <laughs> All right. So, and we cut to the generals, and they're having their... With their minions, and they're having a party. And it just, it's, this is tasteless. Ooh. Maybe this is the sexiest this part. This party. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> so. I don't. All right, well, they're doing their thing. And two and three knock on the door. And one of the, and I guess a minion answers the door. And they do the old shoot through the peephole thing. Yeah. And so, 
Three has a smiley face sticker on the barrel of his gun. And that's the last thing this guy sees before he gets shot in the head. So. And then they come in and they do their thing, if you will. And they murder everyone. Because Three was a hitman. There's one dude that's like peeing on the bathroom floor. Like he's really drunk. See yeah, him he's peeing, peeing all over the bathroom. He's very this drunk. Party. But this party. <laughs> but this is where it gets good. So two and three bust into the little fat general while he's doing... The hibbity-dibbity. His thing. <laughs> that might be the hunk-a-chunk-a. He's the, yeah. <laughs> I'd be the chunk-a-chunk-a. Whenever, whenever it's gross sex, it's always the hunk-a-chunk-a. <laughs> and you look at the girl's face, and you can see this is business for her, because she's just trying to get through it. And she's like, great, now it's going to take longer. Well, that poor girl. He was, like, in her, and they killed him. So he, like... I, I just die in your arms tonight. Well, she has face down on the bed. <laughs> Still, it was died in her veg tonight. <laughs> like it was inside her when he di- when she died. Like that's just upsetting. But what's funny is dur- poor girl. during all this, so they don't shoot him right away. So they come in, but he's they like need information. Like he's he's in there. If, if you know, without being crass, he's in. <laughs> so that and they put guns on him. Don't let him move. So he's just sitting there. And fucking one comes walking in is like, where is the brother being held? You have three seconds to tell me. One, two, talk fast. And then he, sa- he tells them where the brother is. He's in Hong Kong in this thing, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, all right, great, kill him. Balls deep, he's out. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just no other way to put that. I was trying to think of a nice way to say it. But. Yeah, this poor girl. He was bald, steeper, and then he gets murdered. And, and like that's upsetting. Was Even that, if like, you're a professional, could have been worse. He could have finished. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they make fun of how each other's costumes a little bit. It's super funny. All right. So three apologizes to all the girls for all the murdering, and says, "Hey, what happens in Vegas? You know." <laughs> like. That's a good. He As has he's a like handcuffs them. tying them up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of good lines in this. Um. All right. So two and three are in an elevator or in a hallway and it's time for a little hibbity dibbity. And I'm like, please tell me you went back to your own room and you're not still in the murder scene <laughs> and room. So <laughs> she tells him Talk I don't about leaving trace kissing. evidence. <laughs> She's like, no kissing. She's a fan of pretty woman. That's that, too personal. She's and he kisses her, she's like, no kissing. And take the nose off. So he takes the nose off and, you know, they hop on the good foot and do the bad thing. Alright, so two and three talk about what a coup is because three doesn't know, so two explains to him. If you're gonna tear something down, you have to replace it with something. So we're gonna we're gonna kill the dictator and put his brother in there. And he's like, I don't care about any of this, and he leaves. And we cut to three, who in his flashback story, he so he's at a house and he shoots a guy into a pool. Just then you hear, Daddy. Mm. It's like, were you waiting around the corner, you creepy little kid? That's terrible. <laughs> so three's trying to like hide the gun. He's like, your dad's not here. Go see your mom. It's like, my I don't have a mom. And it's like, oh, now you gotta shoot her too. <sighs> Dude. What? That's what Tony said while we were watching it. Or she'll grow up and hunt you down. What? Like in Kill Bill? Yes. <laughs> no, what he says is, okay, little girl, when you grow up, if you still want to come after me and kill me. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> no, what you do say is, your daddy's not coming back. You need to call 911. And then you walk out. <laughs> mm. But anyway, so now three go is with his mama, and they're at the hospital. Or like a hospice or something like that. And he tells his mama what's been going on and what he's been doing. And mama clearly has Alzheimer's because she thinks he's his brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raul, well, I think his name was or something? I don't Blah, know. Blah, say, blah, blah. And he's like, no, it's Javier. And he's like, I hate him. He's like, mama. He's like, <laughs> he murders people. I hate him. He's bad. Mm. And he's like, only bad people. 
<laughs> so three gets back into his car, and one is waiting for him and puts a gun to his head. And he says, we only have one rule. Blicker, blocker, blicker, blocker, blicker, blocker. Honor it. And uh, honor it, respect it. Got it? And he goes, okay. You're dead to the world. You don't have ties. You don't go and visit your mom. I should paint your brains in there. Three's like, she doesn't even remember me. And then one goes, well, she won't remember you. Stop visiting then. Mm -hmm. Which is hurtful. It is. All right. So we cut to the dictator who's with his generals. And he names four new generals. It's like, congratulations. You've all been up. You've all been thrown off the side of the fucking roof here. It's like, you four next in line. Come on up. That made me think of that bit in The Losers when Wade throws the guy yeah. off. And he's like, dude, I thought you were giving me the nod. No, I wasn't giving <laughs> that was the That was the break the arm nod. That was not from up the building. That was very excessive. <laughs> but anyway. He's like, you four next in line. All right, but I don't know who killed the existing four. And you four stood to gain the most. the most to gain. So, so you got to go. He goes, Throw you off the building. He says, four after that, congratulations. <laughs> and they're like, I don't want to be the top general. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very hazardous job. And you can see him fall. It's pretty cool. Yep. It, it's cool. You never get to see people fall in movies. They usually just push them off the side. They should get to watch them slide and try to hit <laughs> the side and bounce. and. 150 yeah. million. They spent some money here. Yeah. All right. Walk and talk with the team. Seven asks one if he's, um, he's going to be named number six. And they're like, nope. Like, okie dokie. Number six was here. And now he's Retired gone. his jersey. But, and yeah. It takes a little bit before he finds out that Six died. Can you can you imagine if you joined this team as like number 14? <laughs> I think it would have been like, like maybe. On There's it. only six of us. <laughs> I really feel like it shouldn't have, like that Six should have been like three or four or so, like a number in the middle so that it was more obvious that it was somebody else's number and that they're now dead. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like they should have made it more obvious. I think anytime you go, well there, is there seven of us? No, there's six of us. And you're number seven. It's pretty clear when the number it was, they died. Or retired to Boca. <laughs> retired. All right, so for no reason at all, we get uh, Four's origin story. He was a thief, and him and his compadre, hardcore parkour compadres here, are on a job. Cat group? Yeah, they're, they're, they're <laughs> cat burgering, and they find a diamond necklace, and blinga blaga, blinga blaga, they do their thing. He has it in his teeth, and a girl, like, he runs up, and a girl's holding him by that. And he falls out of his teeth, and she's like, got it, I'm rich, bitch. And watches her friend fall to his... It's like... Friend uh, seems like a strong one. I mean... Yeah. It's a very common theme in media portrayals of burgling groups that one of them is gonna try to steal it for themselves and kill everybody else. Not in the Ocean's movies. <laughs> I don't know. Dark Knight. <laughs> I'm the bus driver. I'm supposed to shoot the bus drivers. <laughs> yeah. Let me guess. They told me to kill you. No, I'm supposed to shoot the bus driver. But the reason that four gets what a flashback driver? is because seven says, well, how did you guys meet one? And they're like, well, he found us under weird circumstances. And then four times the assuming exact right telling moment. us this story so about how he almost fucking died. Four falls from a rooftop to the ground and lives. Ow. And Threw he wakes up and he's awnings. tied down. With a gun strapped to his face. A shotgun. It's like James Bond-esque. And one is there giving him the speech, and he's like, all right, well, time to die. But the gun's not loaded. And he's like, you sick fuck. It doesn't work. It just, like, falls over. Yeah. Because it wasn't loaded. And one just starts cracking up. Like, I was just fucking with him. And somehow that's enough to get him to join the team. Right. Anyway. So, now, Seven's on a plane and asks one, um, why now... And why are they going there? One tells him, well, everyone wants to help, but it's nice to actually do something once in a while. 
And we, there's a lot of cutting, so stick with me, folks. <laughs> Cuts to the dictator, who's now in Hong Kong with his brother. And they fight about how to run a country and who should have the power. And his brother questions him about if he attacked his general. He's like, look, dude, I've been stuck here in this fucking room <laughs> forever. And he's like, what do you mean stuck here in this room? You have your theater. You have a library. You have all... It's not like, you know... He says, yes, it's a lovely prison. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he says, well, they're going to get you. He's like, who's going to come from me? The U.S.? They made me. The Russians? They armed me. And I guess those are your only two options. Fuck the British, right, Tom? I mean, what are they going to do? Great empire. No. Great empire. All right, so... And we cut back to the plane. More. And for some reason, the three is scared. And he's like, oh, I usually look for a stewardess. And two's like, flight attendant. <laughs> <laughs> And like, well, I try to look at them, so if they get nervous, I know to be nervous. And two's like, you could look at me. He's like, look at you, honey, you could be on fire, and you would have the same look on your face. <laughs> Just probably it's true. true. <laughs> and they're on the ground, and all of a sudden, everybody's watching two and three, and how they interact with each other, and they get the idea. So how long have you two been together? I've been a thing. And one wants to know, hey, are you guys making love, or are you fucking? And two turns to him and goes, we're fucking. No, three goes, what's the difference? And then two says, we're fucking. So <laughs> she knows the difference. difference. <laughs> well, no, first he goes, so are you two together? And then, uh, was it three? Uh-huh. He goes, how did you know? And he goes, well, we do now. And then two <laughs> looks at him like, what the fuck? <laughs> All right, so. Um, they're apparently not, he's not good under interrogation of any kind. And the best part about this whole scene is they're like, all right, so yeah, great. Hey, who's this guy? And there's a, a guy there. Yeah, his name is Raymond, and he's wearing a Britney Spears t-shirt. And he's just a says, dude. It's me, bitch. He's just, yeah. just a dude in a diner. He's hanging out. Great. Can we not talk about our super secret geopolitical issues in front of Raymond? Yeah. He's like, Raymond. Great security, by the way. It's <laughs> like, who is that? And then two's like, it's Britney, bitch. It's, it's a great little scene. Yeah, that was funny as shit. In my mind, I like to think that they were doing this scene and that guy just happened to fucking walk in. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, I just make it a thing. Because you never see that guy again. No mention of him. I don't know. He's one of those random characters that they acknowledge and then never talk about again, like Nurse Ratchet. There you go. All right, so one goes over the plan, and we see that it's uh, a not-so-simple snatch and grab. And he says, it's snatch and grab being the same thing. We should stop calling it that. <laughs> and then they say snatch about 500 times. Yeah. It's a good movie, too. You like dogs? You like dags? Oh, yeah. Do I like dogs? Yeah, I like dogs. You get it? Mm-hmm. You do? I've seen that movie. Nice. <laughs> Something about a caravan. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. So, now it's time for a liberation. I like to call it because kidnapping is an ugly word. Um, that was actually, uh, where are we? Two and three come out, and they're in a Ferrari. Why are they in a Ferrari? Fuck if I know. Ferrari! Because 150 million. That's because, fine. There's no reason for them to be in a Ferrari. Because three the Ferrari has no Ferrari. favorite reference in this movie. But anyway. <clears throat> and they come out with bulletproof gas masks on. And three, I mean, um, five is standing there and she's got a pink one on and she pops smoke. Hi, boys. And it's laughing gas. And everybody's laughing their ass off. She's in this very obvious very like noticeable dress too <laughs> and She's, her mask is pink <laughs> you, what color is her dress lime green lime green <laughs> with, with this neon pink, pink matte well you know what any color gas mask kind of you know yeah. sticks out <laughs> she is drawing attention well and she should because she looks very lovely she does and she notices one guy got away and called 911 so she headbutts him with her bulletproof gas mask the plan seems to be going smoothly but it can't for long right huh am I right because it's moving. In the elevator, 
Um, so two and three come in, and they're doing their... Their thing. Their murdering thing. people. You know, what they do best. Murder, death, kill. Mm-hmm. Murder, death, kill. Um, and they're in the elevator, and we see that three starting to laugh. And two's like, what the hell? One of your seals broke. And he's laughing. He's like, woo! And he puts a smiley face sticker on the front of his mask. Mm-hmm. Which he just fucking had in his pocket? Apparently yeah. he likes smiley faces. I thought he was the Joker. <laughs> anyway, the heist is on and the glass shatters. Seven goes to work plugging guys. Because he's a sniper. He's an overwatch, if you will. And he's like in a crane. Yeah, there's like yeah, a building being, being built. Building. And they have a big crane in the building next door. And, and two's they, taking out guys now and three's just laughing his ass off. And she's like, oh, shit. And How th- are we going to live through this if he's like, I can't, he can't do anything. It's like doing this with a child. All he's going to do is draw attention to us. And three goes, ooh, pearl handle. And grabs a gun and is like, this is really nice. And puts it in his pocket. Seven thinks he's a bad guy and shoots him in the face. <laughs> and he's like, motherfucker, he just shot me. He goes, did I just shoot uh, three? He goes, you just shot me, dude. He has a he bullet goes, stuck in his mask. <laughs> he's like, it's his fault. And he takes <laughs> out an enemy gun and looks through a bullet hole. <laughs> and he takes it off and goes, now I'm mad. It's your own damn fault. All of a sudden, there's a Chinese army downstairs. Why? Sure. But it's okay because Seven has an idea. Because there's a pool up there that's being held by... What? It's just being held by some glass. So, Meanwhile, four have been running around doing his parkour thing, not really being much of use, because he's just running around outside. But he's in the pool at one point and gets stuck there. So seven drills a hole into the pool so four can breathe. Other than that, four really doesn't do a hole. Four is the one that grabs the brother. We haven't gotten to that yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel like you're skipping way ahead. Well, there's a lot of shooting going on, and I skipped a bunch of it. I know, <laughs> but four goes in because he's going to get the brother, and he had to hide from the guards at one point and hid in the pool. And there's also, somebody said, way more guards than they, they expected. expected. So then they get pinned down at the stairs after three gets shot in the head. So They're thinking there's going to be like 10 guards and there's like this, 50. Because four gets the brother and then they get trapped at the stairs and then seven has a crazy idea. Yes, and seven's idea is to shoot the pool and it's there's a tidal wave. Shoot the glass. Way more water than was in that pool. Right? <laughs> it was yeah, like it was a, a fucking water. waterfall. Well, no. Carly's right. I don't know. It just kept coming and then we zoomed out. It should have been done before we zoomed down. <laughs> like the pool still had water in it, and it was on the bottom floor. <laughs> we don't know how much water. So, and what's funny is the it's smart water, and only takes out the bad guys. <laughs> no, it almost it took almost out two. Takes out two. Well, she was able to grab a hold of something mm-hmm. because she's in. Because she's that awesome. Well, plot armor. Yeah. All right. So now four grabs the brother, and the brother's afraid, and. He's like, hey, I don't want to do this. So three tries to knock him out, and he punches <laughs> him. <laughs> he doesn't go down, so he hits him again. And then he falls down, and he gets on top of him. He's punching the shit, and one comes over and is like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, I'm trying to knock him out. So they strap him to a zip line, and he's like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. So he starts punching him again. He's like, why are you doing that? One comes over and just fucking casually pushes the brother across <laughs> the zip line. He's, ah! He's like... So three's like, oh, what the hell? And zip lines down too. So three catches up with the brother, jumps on him again, and starts punching him. Because he tried to run away. He's like, get back over here. What are you doing? And then one catches up and goes, 
Why do you think he's afraid of you? Because you keep punching him in the face. <laughs> Much like the Incredible Hulk. All right, I'll give you that. Mm -hmm. All right. So parkour scene, Ford tries to get away. Uh, guy throws him on top of... Uh, I'm sorry. Guy's trying to, you know, fight, 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 fight. And then he throws a guy onto a mini, which is now occupied by three, the brother, one, and five, three, two. 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 <laughs> Everybody before is in the mini. Sure. <laughs> but they get away, but the zipline gets... Seven's not in it yet, is he? No, no. no he's still on the... Seven's no, still over He's in Seven's it at one in point, the mini. They're all in the mini. Because he everybody gets, gets away except for four. Four gets cut off and the oh, zipline yeah, gets cut. Yeah. So they get down the building right. and they all get in the mini. And they're like, what's with this? And then we find out that three blew the budget on the Ferrari. <laughs> and then they're like, well, we'll be fine now as long as something else happens. And then the dead body falls on him. And they realize that four is fighting for his, well, it's fighting for his life. Well, I they're guess. always fighting for their life. But okay. So, but now four says he can't get across. And one's like, fuck it. We're going to leave him. But He's then, like, I just ran into some bad luck. There was some luck talk earlier. But he knows they're going to leave him. He's mm -hmm. just going to keep fighting until they kill him. And, you know, now we see four falls and he's fighting on, like, a net with this big dude. Turkic. And Seven's like, I won't leave him. Pulls over. Pulls a gun. And he's he's trying to eye him up. And, like, he's right next to the brother's, like, little space dude. Mm -hmm. And the brother's like, oh, sorry. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then Seven um, shoots the bad guy. And saves four. Um, There's so a lot of stuff happening here in these action sequences that John is not telling you guys about because he can't. Because it's, it's just too much happening and he's really jumping around. So Look, you really you actually need have to, to go. watch this movie, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so let's cut to the dictator. Am I upsetting you? No, I was trying to say something to our actual listeners about how they really need to watch this movie to get all the stuff that's happening. Cause it, and you just cut me off in the middle of a sentence. You do it to me all the time. Yeah, I was trying to be positive about your movie. All right, so we cut to the dictator who's with an investigator. Why? I don't know. He's been trying to figure out who killed the generals. It's not like the next day. It's she can't been a few weeks. <laughs> we don't know the, ti the timeline here is very weird. This could have been the day after, for all we know. It jumps around a lot. Well, it happened know, before. We he just went and saw his brother after he got word that the generals This died. is before the movie starts, actually. <laughs> just three years this ago. This is while the plane's going down. <laughs> One is about to get into his Red Bull plane. That, that's when yeah. this is. And she's like, I can't find What's anything. What's her name's anything. recovered from her gunshot wound? <laughs> this could or have been she hadn't been shot yet. <laughs> no, we saw the wound. She might still be a Vegas. little girl with the gas mask on. We saw the wound when, when she, the scar, when she was in Vegas. <laughs> All right, look, the city, the city is flying. I have a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. All right, so where are we now? But he's like, you're useless. Why can't you find anything on him? She's, she's like, like, because they're dead. She's like, this one person died. There's no paper trail. They're dead. We can't go to their families and find out stuff about them. Their families think they're dead. All right, so we can Also, how is there not a paper trail? I need to ask this question. They're spending millions of dollars. What, does he just have millions of dollars in cash in the <laughs> airplane? Like, and how does she know they're dead? Have you ever seen... Um, Dark Knight Rises. Yes. The Clean Slate program. <laughs> it's the Clean Slate program, okay? All right, so we've got to, to the team, and Seven is fighting one over if they're still people or not. And he's like, I have a name. My name is Blaine. And like, what are your names? And blah, blah, Cammy, and some other names. I don't know why, but I know Cammy. Billy. 
Yeah, Billy is number four. Billy's four. Cammy is two. Javier, Javier is, is three. three. Five is... I don't remember. Amelia? Maybe. Marlene? I don't know. <laughs> Those are very different names. <laughs> Amelia and Marlene are not here at all. So I don't know. Blah, blah. Boats, boats, boats. <laughs> all right, we'll go with boats, boats, boats. And one is really upset about it. So we'll forget about that. We'll cut to Turkestan again. And the coup is good to goo, is what I wrote. <laughs> you did write that. <laughs> Does say goo. When I do my notes, I entertain myself. I kind of write things like, all right then. And, and coup look, and goo do not look like they should rhyme. Because there's a P at the end of coup. <laughs> Looks like coop shouldn't goop. All right, so two and three, and they're there, and they're setting up. They have candles that are disguised as bombs, and they go to the. They have bombs that are disguised as candles. <laughs> what did I say? Candles disguised as bombs, like they have big bombs that count down to one, and then the fire comes out of the top. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. But they're just going around praying. Let's go with McCarthy. <laughs> Leaving the candles. No, because there are these giant metal statues of like Genghis Khan and the dictator and some other people that they didn't get clear shots of. And there are people who have laid la- candles yes. down. And they put the candles that are, that are disgu- disguised as bombs. I was going to say described as bombs. No, no, they're the bombs. bombs. The bombs that are disguised as candles. That's not candles that are disguised as bombs. Uh, they don't tell us this. We just see them... Going around putting candles out and like going to pray or something, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Are they trying to infiltrate something?" And they're just like in this disguise because we don't know their bombs until they explode. And we get a voiceover. <laughs> one asks, "How do dictators rule a state?" State-run television, CNN. All right, so one goes over uh, the plan, and the plan is the plan. And I don't know what I was writing there. I got distracted. So <laughs> one and seven are all suited and booted, literally, and their part of their job is to go schmooze. And they're using really bad accents, and one of the accents is from is the dog from The Voices, and yeah. it fucking freaked me out because <laughs> he is doing yeah. the exact same inflection and everything. I'm like, okay. Well, he probably can only do a Scottish accent, accent the one, one way. way. Yeah. <laughs> but they're they're go saying, watch those movies back to back. Yeah. And you're gonna go, okay. They're here to do an unplanned Did, yeah, inspection. Yeah, inspection of this plant. And but like, the Seven is saying that he's from Turkestan. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know if you want to pretend to be from the country that you're in. <laughs> you're not pulling off that accent. <laughs> Are there a lot of black people in Turkestan? I don't know. Because uh, that's what I was like, what? I felt like he, he should have said somewhere else. But anyway. <laughs> but so, they most knew they couldn't be American because the one thing you don't want to be in this country is American. Right. I'm sure there's more than just one thing. Well, yeah, but. <laughs> a woman's probably another one you don't want to be. Mm-hmm. A woman would not have been able to do this job. Right. <laughs> um, so anyway, so they come in and they're trying to do, a, like I said, surprise inspection and they schmooze about how, well, you know, plant two didn't do so well and like, oh, that's so-and-so's plant. And during this, one is in comms with five, mm-hmm. who's feeding them information, and she messes up, and she's like, is that so-and-so? And you're like, yes, yeah, so-and-so is dead. And then she goes, oh, shit, he's not, but it's too late. And <laughs> so one is like, oh, yeah, he died. A freak masturbation accident. He had the belt around his neck. You know, we all do a little chokey-chokey from now on in. <laughs> it's like, wow, that went on a little bit longer than I thought it would. Yeah. And <laughs> it was really funny, though. Yeah. 
All right, so evidently they do the inspection because they don't mention it at all. You don't see anything else about this other than this little scene. And we cut the one and seven having a heart to heart. Seven tells one that he has a soul and he should let his soul out. Otherwise, I think he actually said, let your soul glow. <laughs> I didn't write that let down. I just thought that no, no, I'm not stopping you. Keep going. <laughs> you always complain I talk over you. I want to let you... Feeling all so silky smooth. Go ahead. <laughs> Just let it shine. Woo. All right, don't tease me. Don't tease me with a little soul glow, okay? Sorry. You don't go half soul glow. Sorry. All right, so let's cut to two who's on a boat. Now I just want to shout, sexual chocolate. That guy's good. <laughs> I'll allow it. All right, so... And we're on a boat, and she's using her feminine wiles, if you will, because she's looking very, um, I wouldn't, very attractive. Mm -hmm. She looks, it's this, it's nice form fitting. It's blue, and you think is that the same woman's ass? Different ass. She's elegantly sexy. Thank you. Yes. She's not walking around in a thong bikini. She's walking around well dressed, looking like she belongs on this boat with it's, all these diplomats and wealthy people. It is the same kind of thing that Ryan Reynolds wore when he did his bad Scottish action. Talked about the little chalky chalky. We all do it from time to time, no. <laughs> Nothing suits me like a suit. <laughs> the chokey chokey. It was my favorite line at that point. All right, so anyway. All right, so cut to three who's looking all sexy as well. Uh, and he's learning how to speak Turkish now. Evidently, that's his thing during these heists as he sits in the truck with a book on how to speak the current language of the city they're in. All right, so one and the rest of the team are outside the city and they're talking about how they're going to change the world. But no one knows they're going to do it. And we cut to state-run television. Dictator's going about to go live, but no, no. Nay, nay. In three, two, one. <coughs> Didn't plan that. That just a happy accident. <laughs> it cuts to the brother. And he's, and this is what they set up when they visited the plant. Right. The and the brother's sitting there and he's like, I can't do this. I can't do this. Hello, my people. Thank <laughs> you. It is now time for a revolution. He's like, the revolution has begun. And he didn't print enough pamphlets. I don't know. It seemed like he had just enough pamphlets. No, what freaks me out is I'm going to get to in a second here. Wait a minute. <laughs> All right, so rise up, take our country back. Bombs go off. Giant statues fall. The dictator is pissed. And they say that someone has dic the, the wrong dictator. It's the candle bombs. <laughs> the bomb candles. Either one of those. The candles yeah. that are disguised as bombs we that are really bombs. I was like, oh, they were bombs. <laughs> And then the statues start falling. I was like, ooh, that's nice. I like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the dictator offers a chemical attack on his people. And the mob is taking the streets, which is weird, because here's what I find weird. They had fucking signs made. Everybody's holding a sign. Not like little signs. They have big fucking signs and fucking placards, and they're running around with signs. Look, this is supposed to be spontaneous. Do you think this is where PCU University is located? It might be. Because they always have placards ready to go. We're not going to protest. <laughs> We're not going to protest. Do you think maybe they were thinking of starting a revolution anyway? <laughs> I think they were just ready to go. I really think they should have put Korg in the back. It would have been hilarious. A lot of them were waving flags. You know. But a lot of them had fucking ready-made signs. But people took to the streets. <laughs> they just had, look, so maybe like, I see was them having machetes and pipes and shit, but fucking signs? Oh, Elaine's going to do her fucking magic where she just makes shit Yesterday, <laughs> there was a parade for the dictator. So they already had these signs that were issued by the government to cheer the dictator, and then they just put a big circle with an X through it, and now they have protest signs. Other than the fact that that's not what was on the signs. I don't know what was on the side. <laughs> I do. And that I was not don't it. read Turkish. I don't right. know that it was Turkish. I know. It was not Turkish. 
I'm sorry. That was not. We're, not we're in. in I don't know why I we're in Turgistan. We're in Turgistan, which is probably I don't even know I where Turgistan. All made up. <laughs> yeah, that's no. an actual place. Is it? All right, yeah. But it's definitely not know. Turkish. I'm sorry. That was xenophobic. So then the fighter jets show up. <laughs> I'm just gonna talk to get out of this moment. Oh, the dictator is literally running over his own people to get away from this. Three gets into a car accident, and goons go to check on him. Just then, he wakes up and shoots them. Pow, pow. Pow, 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 pow. I didn't think he was asleep. I thought he was pretending until they opened the door. Just like in that movie we just did. The Mexican. <laughs> and we just and, roll the car. And you're right. So one asks for a status, and he says, fine, just making the world a better place. And he shoots somebody else. He's got really good lines. Dictator goes to his escape yacht, and three jumps on board. And now, and two is in the engine room. They're trying to make their way, but the ship won't move. He's like, look, I want the ship to go. One and seven are now alongside, and they're spending a fortune. Ford does his parkour thing and gets on board as well. The team all meet up, and they see the dictators in contact with his generals, but his brother walks in and cuts them off. He says, no, 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 and like walks over and pushes because he's on intercom with all the generals in one room. He turns the thing off and says, listen to me, brothers. Fuck this guy. He wants you to kill everybody. We could rebuild this country together and make it do it right this time. And fuck that asshole. And they're like, I'm thinking. And we don't know what they decide because we never go back to them again. They, well, the brother never threw anybody off a roof. So, and we do see the brother later. So we assume that they let him out of this room. Yeah. military technology. So we assume that they kind of decided mm-hmm. then his favor. Favor? Favor. <laughs> French for favor. <laughs> Yeah, so two, two and three are making the way up the ladder, and and two says and um and blah, blah, three says to two, I really want you to meet my mom. <clears throat> she says, "Did you really say that? You did not just say that." Um, so <laughs> one has a new device, and he's like, "Aha! Welcome to the world's biggest magnet." And then what does he do? He fucking drops it. it. <laughs> and he's like, "Hold on!" And he didn't to put the thing back together. And they're like, "The microchip fell out of his phone." Mm-hmm. And they're shooting at them. And Seven is like, put down the phone and pick up your gun. Bad idea. But he keeps fucking with his phone. This is very complicated. <laughs> Three is at a table, and some guy points a gun at them. And he's eating. And these guys come in, they point guns at him, and he's like, look, I'm very important. I just want to eat. This chicken is phenomenal. And they see his Kevlar vest, and they're like, hey, who are you? Just then, fucking two walks in and says, I'd love to meet your mother. That's not what she, how she said it. That sounds more like three than two. <laughs> All right. But she did say she'd love to meet his mother. And then, and then they kill them all. They kill everybody. Like these oh, two together. Made, they were going to kill him. Th- their children are going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think they named their first son Wade. <laughs> I feel like three is the only person that could properly appreciate two without thinking she is just a crazy murdering bitch <laughs> i wouldn't call her a bitch he's a crazy murdering bitch so yeah he, mm-hmm. he probably all right gunfight 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 one is still trying to fix his phone um seven tells him to uh, but just then a grenade goes right in f- between seven and one and he fixes his phone and he's like haha doom and then all of a sudden the magnet pulls that bomb away the whole boat becomes a giant electron magnet yeah we said that earlier yeah, but you didn't say it was the boat the boat itself so they keep flying into right, the walls so they're on the a boat. boat doing flips and shit you know, everybody, everybody except our that. six. Mm-hmm. Because they got special ceramic and plastic guns. Mm-hmm. High tech. Yeah. Special vests, 
special guns, special bullets. All non-ferrous. <laughs> so the team makes their way through the boat, and they're using one's magical cell phone to, like... Do you ever see, uh, remember Guardian Galaxy 2 where Rocket had the special device that had the bad guys going up and then yeah. down, up and It was a lot like that. Yes. But he sends them to and fro. He said, I feel like a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> From one side of the boat to the Which other. Which is our second Star Wars reference because Skywalker mm-hmm. and then uh-huh. Jedi. All right, they fight through and they're killing everyone in very exciting ways and we'll leave it at that. And I just noticed that 5 doesn't do very much. Nope. And I mean like the whole movie. Like not compared She's to one two, one, two, four, and 7 <laughs> are all intricate members of the team doing a lot. Other than the gas thing where she well, threw the gas, not really a lot she's done. But if everybody else is doing their jobs well, then she doesn't have to, I suppose. I, I mean, I'm not saying that she's not important because when she, they don't do their job right, they need her. Yeah. But you would wonder what made him think that she needed to be on this team. Right. And she's the only one whose flashback we don't get. Mm-hmm. Which... Anyway, so best part of the boat stuff is when one and three run into each other, and they point guns at each other, and one tells them, go eat some food. He says, fuck you. No, fuck you. And <laughs> fuck you. Away. No, fuck you. Because three keeps talking over the intercom about how great the food is on this yacht. <laughs> All right, so now four is in danger, and he asks for help. And one is on his way. He says, I'm coming, buddy. Where are you at, buddy? And it's like, wow. A minute ago, you're like, fuck him. Now you're like, where are you at, buddy? I'm going to come get you. Seven really needs help. This time. Seven has infected the team with his brotherhood. This is called yeah. character development. Mm. Tony, you should know about this kind of stuff. I never heard of it. Okay. All right. So now one saves four and brings up Lever to Beaver again. This is for the Cleavers. <laughs> Dictator gets away on his dinghy or his lifeboat, however you want to call it. And the yacht fucking sinks. How does the yacht sink? I missed it. I have no idea it's, what made they, the fucking so yacht sink. They had bombs. bombs like, I looked down. There were, <laughs> there were bombs that were magnetically attached to the side of the yacht. And one of the bad guys, one drops his phone. And one of the bad guys goes to push the phone. And he says, I wouldn't do that if I were you. And he pushed it and it blew holes in the, in the yacht. Yeah. So the yacht is sinking. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for clearing that up. Because I looked up and went, wait, what? <laughs> yes, that's what happened. All right, cool. So there's giant holes now, in four the, parts of the boat. The little things, the bombs, they were like underwater submarines. Also, lime green. <laughs> Just saying, it's a manly color. Manly and color. And we see... Oh, also, friends should tell you I got a new car. It is a lime green beetle. That's a lie. <laughs> that is a lie. <laughs> he did get a new car, but it is not a lime green. <laughs> right, anyway, or so, a beetle. Shh. So the dictator small, gets though. away. The dictator is picked up by a helicopter now and by... And what I like to call an amazing oh, timing. Yes. Oh, the yes. entire team is on the helicopter. Was, yeah. How did this happen? When the fuck did that happen? I need an Ocean's like, Eleven flashback to how this happened. Yeah, that's a little crazy. Because we saw the helicopter come up and we see them on the boat. And we see the helicopter like shine the light. And I'm like, oh shit, they're about to get shot at from this helicopter. And mm-hmm. then suddenly they're on the helicopter. <laughs> yeah. I really want the Ocean's Eleven scene for how they got on this helicopter. Anyway. So now we hear we have a regime change back on the helicopter. Um, dictator recognizes one and says, I recognize you from the opera. Mm-hmm. And he opens the door and Dictator says, just kill me. Just kill me. And we see that there are people around where he's about to be dropped off. They and take him to a off. refugee camp. And there's, they got machetes and shit and it's not going to be pleasant. But we're supposed to be okay with him being thrown out of the helicopter and chopped up in little pieces because he's the bad guy. I'm good with it. All right. And the music stops and we get a voiceover. Truth, I have no idea what happens when you die. But life uh, is a little less a little less so. Alone walk the earth quite together as a team. Oh, uh, this is not making sense. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I was thinking I'm the like, same 
This doesn't make sense. I must have been catching every third word. So we get a voiceover from Ryan Reynolds, and we see one is now sneaking around New York, being ultra creepy, and we see the bartender, but now she's got a child, and you're like, oh. Which, that child looks like it's five. So then you so go. So if he killed himself six years ago, uh, it's when. He didn't know. He didn't know she was pregnant when he killed himself. Yeah. Which. So two and three go to see his mama. So she's going to win the lottery soon, I think. Maybe. Maybe. All right. But I feel like he's been stalking her this whole time, so he, she's known. He knows that he has a kid somewhere out my, there. I thought he, that's when, when he saw it then. But here's my favorite part of the of the flashback, hey, everybody's okay thing. The brother's the president, but then four and five are seen rock climbing together. I was like, you know what? There's a fucking couple I'd like to see guys <laughs> together. The poor, non-important people. You know what? I'd like to see that. They weren't just like, and the rest. Now, these two, these two kids, I see a future for them. They're going to stick together. Two and three are going to get divorced. Two and three went to go visit his mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, seven throws a gun into the water and smiles. He saves the bullet. He saves the bullet. It was the bullet, the gun he was going to kill himself yeah. with. Right. All right. Slow walk and the team is there. Three asks, next time, can we just knock over a casino? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, did John pick a movie that dings at Ocean's Eleven? <laughs> yes, he did. And movie. What did you think, Elaine? Um, okay, so my favorite character is the tie between three and four. I just really like four's parkour stuff. It's fun to watch. And three got three is just fantastic. He's the best part of this movie. So great. <laughs> uh, my least favorite character is Rovac, the dictator. He just is the dictator and sucks. And he kind of <laughs> deserved when the refugees um, stomped him and beat him up to death. My favorite scene is the opening car chase. It's just a beautiful piece of cinematography. And uh, if you like action, action sequences, which I do, it is wonderful even if for some reason you don't want to watch this movie just watch the opening scene it's very long too it's It's like 15 20 minutes long like it feels like it's well they had to pay for dave franco but it's just (laughs) poor dave franco um my favorite line is when the brother is talking to the dictator and the dictator says the only way you will ever leave here is if turkic here throws you out a window and the brother says, I wish, and flips off Turkic, which is the big blonde guy, mm-hmm. who also is wearing my favorite tertiary object. It is the shirt that has an arrow that points oh, up and says the man, man, and an arrow that points down to his penis and says the legend. <laughs> and it's fucking funny and uh, made me giggle. This is a good movie, and you should watch it. This, I think our episode is probably going to be disjointed, and the plot isn't really clear. <laughs> but it's a lot really, of it is action sequence. Yeah. But, like... You really have to watch this movie to to get it because there's a lot of stuff happening and so much action and stuff happening during the action that you should watch it. It's good. Mm-hmm. Carly. All right. My first, my favorite character Your first was character? two. And my, with an honorable mention to six because I was so sad when he died. <laughs> I thought Carly about picking him as my favorite tertiary that. object. I am not getting over that. And I did almost pick him as my favorite tertiary object. But I he thought was he was in too, it too much. Yeah, He was in it way too much to be tertiary object. My least favorite that? character, I'll also go with the dictator. Um, I will say... Uh, Ryan Reynolds was on my short list of least favorite characters because I felt like he was a little too Ryan Reynolds in this movie. My least favorite minute, moments of this movie were where he was Ryan Reynolds in it up. <laughs> he does that in every movie. I know, but I could have done with a little less of it in this movie. But uh, my favorite scene was the opening car chase scene. My favorite line, um, I really liked when he did the Eminem quote. And... Uh, 
He's like, did you just quote Eminem? I got chills. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that stuck out at me when he did the Eminem quote. There's only four lines on IMDb. I was like, I'll just screenshot it on IMDb. No, I will not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I did not write it down at the time. That's what it was. It happens in the movie. <laughs> and my favorite tertiary object are the uh, bombs disguised as candles. <laughs> candles disguised as bombs? <laughs> and you will? The bomb candles? I am going to yay this movie. However, wow. I will say, I originally was going to maybay it because there were, it's, it's gruesome, this movie. <laughs> there were some things that happened in this movie where I had to close my eyes and turn my head because I was like, ooh. <laughs> it is a hard R. <laughs> it, it's, yo, oh yeah, it is. Uh, but then I thought there have been movies in the past that I may made because of some weird little thing that bothered me about it. And then later was like, but that was a good movie and I should have yayed it. So I, I decided to change it to a yay because at the end of the year, I will probably wish I had yayed it if I don't. <laughs> Tony, bring us home. My favorite character is a tie between two and four. Uh, they're both awesome. Least favorite characters, I, I went with the team, was seven and three because I think they fucked the team up. Even though they were cool characters, they fucked the missions up. Not three. Link can't handle that you don't like. And seven was over. No, seven was great. I liked him. No, all right, we, don't need to argue. we don't need to argue. We don't need to argue. This, this is like his when opinion. He, man. When three went to visit his mom, Tony was like, "Oh, he fucked up." Yeah, <laughs> Annie, Annie had the fucking thing come off, and she had, too had to take care of him the whole time because he was up high on that's a laughing part of his gas. Brilliance. <laughs> but, no, anyway, go ahead. Incompetence. <laughs> he should have got his brain splattered all over the top. That's what Ryan Reynolds said. My favorite line is when, like you said, when they meet when. Uh, Three and one meet on the hallway, and they're pissed at each other. And he's like, "Fuck you! No, fuck you! No, fuck you! Fuck you!" And they just keep saying it back and forth. And as they get away, they're still saying it. It's fucking hilarious. My favorite scene is the chase in the beginning. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, it's like if you haven't seen this movie, it's it's like the way you feel after you watch John Wick because you you watch it, you're like, "Okay, what is this bullshit again?" And then you're like, "Damn, this was awesome." You know, you you know what it's gonna be, but it still surprises you, and it's really cool. Favorite tertiary object was the abandoned, plane, I guess, airplane graveyard mm -hmm. uh, with the ghost insignia of the plane. He had all his files in it and stuff. thought that was really cool. Yeah, I'll yay the movie because I thought it was great. Yay. And my turn. I'll bring it home here. My favorite character was two. My least favorite character was five. And only because she didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, two probably would have died if I hadn't moved five. I had the two opening was a Italy. badass and we needed her. <laughs> I had the opening Italy scene as my favorite, but I'm going to uh, um, amend that to the scene where they're talking and Raymond is there. Mm -hmm. And they're like, who talked about our geopolitical uh, coup? Not in front of this guy? Yeah. Because it was pretty funny. <laughs> that was funny. Um, my favorite line is, I like the electric green car. It really blends in with the Italian architecture. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> um, my favorite tertiary object is the Ferrari 488 Spider because there was no reason for it to be in there. Which in his notes is bigger than oh, every yeah. other word. I heard that too. When we got to this page, I was like, "Why can I read that line? Why is it so big? <laughs> he wrote it so big." Because I googled what kind of car was that, and I just copy and pasted it. <laughs> Carly. All right. Please find I, us. I think he yayed that list. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I will give it a, a high yay because it's like don't fucking dig into it and try to find things because you'll find things. But it is a <laughs> lot of fun and it's a yay. <laughs> All right, please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast on Instagram at unmovie podcast dogs on Twitter at unmovie podcast. You can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Did you watch this movie? What'd you think? Let us know. 
We'd love to hear from you and tune in next week on the podcast for Tony's pick. It's a commercial. <laughs> no, it's spice Girls. Oh. Your pick is Spice Girls? No, his pick is. Oh, God, shut up. <laughs> uh, my pick is John Carpenter's Vampires, 1998. So, I just listened to our episode on The Voices, and you guys were talking about how great Ryan Reynolds was acting in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I, like, I listened to the episode yesterday, and then I watched this movie this morning. And I was like, I think Ryan Reynolds is one of those actors that always plays the same character, but he's just so good at it that it's like, what difference does it make? Because there's well, lots of great actors that only play the same fucking character every time. True. <laughs> my problem with him is it wears on you. If you want to be mad. I don't know. Robert De Niro has always played the same now. character mm-hmm. and people love him. He doesn't play the same character. But yes, he does. They're all the same. Really? You ever Do- seen Taxi Driver? <laughs> it's all the same. You ever seen Cape Fear? Cape Fear is good. I was going to say that. Yeah. Nate I don't want to see Cape Fear. There's nothing about Cape Fear that makes me want to go, ooh, I want to see that movie. This is a good movie. I'm sure it is, but I don't want to watch that. Let's say Keanu Reeves always plays the same character. He plays Keanu Reeves. And he's great. Well, The Rock always plays the same character. That's true. <laughs> anyway, my problem, with, my problem with the Ryan Reynolds thing is he just throws joke after joke after joke after joke. And shot and most shot. of them don't land. So, But some do. Yeah, some do. And the ones that do are great, but... So about 40% of the movie, I'm like, enough already. With the fucking yeah, but is that Ryan Reynolds or the material they're giving him? It's no, no, he, he adds <laughs> most of his stuff. Yeah. Does he? Yeah. Does he? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Like, I was watching the thing today, and they were talking, it was on the X-Men. It said Ryan Reynolds um, ad-libbed all of his lines in X-Men Wolverine. Yeah. Origin. Like, they just said Wade Wilson talks, and he just made shit up. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. <laughs> and as for me Alright everybody else Thank you for listening And we're gonna zig a